Welcome into the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. Overtime coming at you for the next two hours right here on Fan Run Radio. Jake Miller alongside Davis Rangy and producer Matthew. Uh, when we bring you the show at 6 o'clock Monday through Friday, uh, we try to be you know, funny. We try to give you a realistic approach to everything going on with Tennessee athletics and professional athletics and give you a show that's giving you the perspective of the common fan and what the common fan is thinking um but start off the show um the caller roger um as everybody probably knows by now has passed away um that's all we know at this time sorry we're getting a little bit of a late start just uh gotta get stuff together and um just uh try to keep the show rolling because that's what roger would want and roger would want us to come in here and talk about basketball talk about this game tonight talk about the baseball game that's going on right now between tennessee and charleston southern so what i'm going to do is i'm going to give you all my two favorite roger memories and if you two have one feel free to share it uh the first one was it was like my first first month or so with the drive and russell had just gotten doing doing a live read for a hvac company that we had on at the time and Roger called in, wanted to know what he should do if one part of the house was hot and one part of the house was cold. And Russell was like, what, with a house? And Bear's like, well, tell the person that's cold to put on a sweater. And then uh, the first time I ever met Roger was actually out at National RX. It was my last show that I did as a full-time member of The Drive. And they come in, uh, Roger gets brought in, it was right after the first segment ended. And Russell had some Jets pizza sitting over on the counter there. Well, Roger comes up. He gives me a hug, gives Russell a hug. We're sitting there talking. He's like, is that pizza for everybody? <laughs> yeah, Roger, that pizza's for everybody. I kid you not, Roger ate that whole damn pizza by himself by the time we got to the next segment. Nice. That's what he did, man. Rog loved Tennessee football, loved Tennessee basketball, loved the Titans. Just an overall good person. You know, he um, every time that you saw the guy, the guy never, never felt sorry for himself. Always had a smile on his face. He's always thankful for everything around him. And, you know, it just sucks, man. Yeah, it's a uh... – Sad, sad. I, I didn't – I was in the middle of class when all this news broke and I got out and I saw uh, Russell tweeting it about it about at like 5.30 or so and I just – I didn't – I did not think it was real. But, I mean, you know, it's just a lesson. It's, uh, you never know when your day is coming. You don't know when God's going to bring you home and, and nothing like that, man. And, uh, you know, I just I, – I don't really know if I necessarily have a favorite memory. I guess – you know, he used to call into another rival, but state run with Doc, Jeff, and Heather back when I was little, little, like maybe second or third grade, I'd be riding to school with my mom, and I remember listening to him. He would call in, and every single morning, that's like one of the first verse, uh, first voices I heard when I woke up every day was Roger on the radio. And, you know, just to have a guy like that, someone, he is literally a legend. Like you said, he's a legend in the sport in Knoxville radio 
sports talk game. and Everybody knows who Roger is when you say the name. Everybody. Basilio, us, uh, State Run, everybody knows who he is. And, you know, it's when he called us, I was just – I've been listening to Roger for years. I never got the chance to talk to him. But I remember how uh, how happy I was when he finally called our show. And, you know, one thing about Roger is he's going to ask – he always asks everybody how they're doing when he gets on when he gets on the phone. Yes, and his favorite person in here was probably uh, producer Matthew. He'd always ask Matthew what he thought, what Matthew thought. So, you know, it's just a sad, sad day, but I think his uh, memory will be – he has a great memory, great um, that legend, like I said. He just – he'll be remembered all throughout Knoxville for years to come and, you know, rest in peace. Yeah, I mean, I've only been here for, what, four months, five months now? Yeah. I can't – one moment of Roger does not encapsulate the memory that he'll have or he'll he'll have on the people that were, he's met or the people who have listened to him call this show. I never had the pleasure to meet Roger, but every day he would call him this show and he always made sure to uh, bring a positive aspect to the show. When, you know, when we were down about Tennessee football or basketball, he'd always – brought an edge of where it always left you thinking that we there's always a brighter side on the other. There's greener grass out there. And he will be very deeply missed by all of us here. And from all the shows from 7 until 8, um, he's a legend like we've all said. Uh, rest in peace, and Roger. Real quick, Jay, I, just, I forgot to bring this up on my part, but it's going to sit right with me that the last caller we had yesterday was Roger. You know, literally, until the last moments, he's still calling us, wanting to talk about Tennessee, wanting to talk about anything. Like, I, that's going to sit right with me because, you know. We never pinched him on time. No. Mm-mm. Ever. Mm-mm. Let him get his full thoughts out every single time. You know, And you knew that when the phone rang at 745. It was Roger. Who it was. You knew it was Roger. Mm-hmm. Get some of your thoughts. 865-546-8200. Your number if you want to hop on the show. Uh TJ the Kentucky fan is first. What do you say, TJ? Hey guys. Um you know, I've been listening to you guys for a couple of years now. Um and when Roger would call, he was a call that I would tell my kids to be quiet or I would walk into the next room. And I'm being dead serious. I, I would go outside so I could hear what Roger had to say. Um, you know, and, and you guys and the drive have said it multiple times that the callers is what makes the show go. And Roger is up there with the best callers of any radio show of all time and and he was always positive he was always and like you said um he always asked every single person who was sitting there how they were doing before he got his thoughts out and man i tell you i'm gonna miss hearing roger call on your guys show i don't know him from adam but again i've never met any of you guys but i feel like i connect with you a little bit because of sports and and the 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 calls and, uh, man, my heart literally hurts for you guys um, because it's, it sucks. Uh, death is inevitable, 
but it never gets easy, uh, especially when it's someone that impacts your life over a radio show or, or for you guys in person. Um, and even being a Kentucky fan, I know the rivalry, it's just sports. But for Roger, I hope you guys beat the absolute tar out of Arkansas tonight. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, something else just popped in my head. Um, of course, we had the coaching debacle of 2017. And I don't know if this was on voluntary reaction or like the emergency broadcast they did that day. I'd have to go back and scroll through five years of archives. But Roger said to Russell, he's like, you know, I, I really appreciate what you're doing. And Russell's like, Roger, who should we go get? Should we go get T. Martin? No. What about Chad Morris? No. <laughs> TJ, you still with us, buddy? Yeah, I'm here, and you know, I've I've li- I've actually listened to that over and over again. And, and if you go on your uh, app or even online, just go on Google and type in um, that. That was when you guys had no. Just type in Greg Schiano Sunday, and it's literally the first thing that pops up. If that's what you're talking about, I think that's. Yeah. I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah, and man, I tell you, you know, especially like Jake, you, and and myself, and um. We're around death a lot, and we have been with everything going on yep. and stuff, and, and it just it never gets easier. And I tell you, man, I am so sorry for you guys tonight and all of Tennessee. I know, I know you guys broadcast everywhere in Tennessee and all the volunteer fans, and, you know, sports is just sports. And there's a lot of you guys and gals hurting tonight and i am going to be praying for you guys in the in the coming weeks man not y'all got you guys have a good night appreciate the phone call tj yeah one thing i think that's a great point by tj you know we come on here every night there's no acting this isn't like a tv show we're telling you our true personalities jake comes here every night says what he feels i come in here every night say what i feel producer matthew comes here every night says what he feels so does bryce we all come in here we're not we're not faking or doing anything like that. We're telling you our true selves, and that's how I feel like we connect with the callers the same way we connect with y'all. We're both we're nothing. We all connect with through sports, like TG or TJ said. But you know, man, it just it's, you build a special bond with these people over time, and especially with someone like Roger, that's a regular caller, called every single day almost. It's uh, it's tough, man. But you know, that's just I guess that's just life. At the end of the day that it is i mean you know yeah we we all share a common bond with you know let's call it it's a stupid game is what it is we all share that bond but you know because of that bond you know we get introduced to people like roger and something else that you know i thought about and i've been thinking about this for a while now it's like the first time i ever met him like we all know how nervous he would get on the phone you meet him in person, and it was it was still there, but it was nowhere near as bad in person. Cool as a cat, huh? Oh, guy loved everybody. Cool as the other side of the pillow. Cool as the other side of the pillow. I don't think he could have got another stitch of orange clothing on his body the day that I met him. This 
This guy had an orange shirt, orange pants, orange shoes. I didn't check his socks or his drawers, but if they could have been orange, they would have been orange. Yeah, you need people. Everybody needs a positive person like that in your life, whether it's sports, talk, radio, just regular life. You need a positive person that's always going to put a good spin on things. And I think Roger's impact on sports radio talk in Knoxville is going to be that. He's always a positive guy. Like I mentioned, you know, man, always has great manners, asks everybody how they're doing, and that's really what I think he'll be remembered for most is just being a great just overall dude. We have to sit there and celebrate the life that he had. He he made he made things better. Like we come in here some days, we have bad days, just whatever. Just mad at the world. Yeah. And out, Roger calls. Yeah, it's like, okay. Yeah, outside, outside here, you know, we're all dealing with our own stuff. You know, you walk in here and you look at the time, you know, it's 745, and you're going to call from Roger, and you, all those worries from the outside world kind of just disappear, and it just kind of makes you realize that things aren't as big as you make them out to be. Right. Puts things in perspective. You know, I guess um, Roger's dealing with stuff too, man. Like, he wasn't a perfect human being. None of us are, but mm-hmm. he came in here every night, tried to put a smile on our faces. We come. We would bash Rick Barnes for two hours almost, or we, after the South Carolina game, come in here all depressed and call in and put a sp- positive spin on things, man. It's just, you know, that's just kind of guy he was, and he'll be sorely missed. Oh, man, I just remember the phone call when he called in after the South Carolina game. He said, Jake, I know you'll tell me the truth. What happened? Why didn't Jeremy Banks play against South Carolina? And I just told, told him like truth. it was. Told him the truth. That's really all that really, – I mean, he – I mean, Roger always – he always did what we did, always told the truth. Like, there's, yeah. no, there's no script here. Like, Roger didn't have a script. We don't have a script. Like, We don't show prep. We come yeah. in here and say what we want to. Yeah. The like, one time I ever did a show prep – it might have been my most hated show that i've ever done and that's why i set the log and i'm just like okay what are we going to talk about today and this is literally like two minutes before the show starts yeah that's what i do i mean every every time roger called in and you didn't really know i mean if more than tennessee football or baseball or basketball he'd always talk about other sports as well which also was a nice thing to talk about on the show as well because y'all remember the chicken mcnugget conversation uh, when y'all talking about who can finish twenty or something like that? I was, no, it was a fifty piece. Oh, and he's yeah. like, I don't, I don't think I can eat fifty. I was like, how many think you can eat, Rog? He's like, oh, forty. And I was like, well, you want to see who can eat them the fastest? But, I mean, you know, that's just little conversations like that are the ones I'm gonna miss. But we're gonna take our first time out of the hour, and we are going to. Talk about this game tonight. Talk about the game that's going on. John Dunn's going to be joining us here in about an hour. Logan Quentin will be in here in a few minutes as well. Give us some crumble cookies. But we're going to keep talking sports because that's what Roger would want. Stay with us. Overtime continues. More Fan Run Radio on the way. So you're watching the... Back here on Overtime, Fan Run Radio. Back to the Big Orange Phillies phone lines we go. Phil is next. What do you say, Philly? What do you say, Jake? Hey, Philly. Sad day. It's, uh, it's a pretty sad day. There's uh, no other way around it. The last time I saw Roger was at Calhoun's on the river. 
before Tennessee beat Alabama. Back in the, the day before, they had a big uh, thing up on the uh, uh, competing radio station. Tony uh, B. It was, uh, yeah. It was, uh, I tell you what, the guy lived a good life, and he was a big Tennessee fan. Uh, we, uh, fans of the shows, they, they made sure Roger was always taken care of. Always made sure he had a way to and from. I'll tell you right now, I never seen anybody eat like him. Good <laughs> Lord. Well, Phil, I told you, I watched that man. He ate an entire pizza by himself in one yeah. segment when we were out at National RX. I went over to get me a piece of pepperoni pizza. There wasn't no pepperoni pizza left after that. Well, there's uh, any chicken tenders around there would be gone, too. <laughs> That's just what he did. Chicken nuggets, yeah. chicken tenders. Take care of business, you know what? Uh, you never had to worry about leftovers. Uh, he's one of the few uh, positive callers uh, that call the shows, too. Yeah, he always uh, always reel us back in if we got too far off the rails. Oh, I'll say, yeah. I'll say never that. Never said a negative thing at all. No, he he never did. No matter how bad it was, he stayed positive all time. Yeah, and I mean, and he's, you know, that was good for us. That was good for, it's good for a lot of people. When you hear that, yeah, it is. I mean, the world can't be all bad, can it? No, I mean, Phil. I mean, let's call it like it is. If you and I had our own radio show, we'd huh. <laughs> it'd be mass destruction. Oh, <laughs> wow. I would not. Want I guarantee you, there'd be a lot of people calling in. No, you know. What? Yeah. Oh, everybody'd be calling in. Uh, you might get all that FCC violence. The silent majority <laughs> would be out, man. Well, as long as no alcohol, I, I can behave yourself pretty good. You know. Uh, I mean. It happens. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, Lord. Well, tonight's game is uh, big. Uh, hopefully, they can pull it off. I'm, I got my doubts they're going to win, but uh, I'm not going to sit there and say we're going to win or lose. Uh, I think it'll be a good game. The one thing that strikes me is the fact that Arkansas, they don't do well on the road, and you can argue they're just as inconsistent as Tennessee has been yep. over the last two months since conference play started. So, I mean – Either or, I'm not going to be surprised at what happens tonight. I do expect it to be a close game. I will say that much. Yeah, I, I, going off the inconsistency, I mean, we played one of our best overall games, just complete games, Saturday. And so, based on the trend of the season, every time we have a good game, we take a step back or two or three. So okay, I was about to say the same thing. It feels like every time we you know, look in the right direction, it's just – Come out flat the next game and shooting two yeah. twenty seven. I mean, we're favored by five and a half now, Phil. It was four and a half earlier, so I, I do think it'll be a close game one way or the other. But I, I kind of have a feeling we're going to win. I don't really can't put a finger well, on it, but I don't know. Hope you're up. Yep. Uh, Arkansas has only won four times in Knoxville since they've been in the SEC. Do you know that? Yeah, and it's weird because I feel like that's one of the teams we always have trouble with. I remember Bruce's first year. I can't remember if it was here or if it was at uh, – Walmart Arena or whatever it is, because everything's aimed after Sam Walton out there. But um, but we've always, I feel like, had trouble with them out there. But yeah. you've made a really good point. They've only won four times in Knoxville since they joined the SEC, which is kind of hard to think about because we struggle against teams well, we that wear red. We have a slight lead in the series. Uh, maybe just one or two games uh, in the series. So it's really been a real, uh, what you call, true rivalry. Yeah, it's kind of like um, South Carolina and football. You know, nobody considers it a rivalry, but those games are always competitive. They have not won here since January the third, twenty seventeen. Yeah, and that's uh, I think when the Bone and all them were freshmen. That's when the 
Arkansas won the game. I remember Bone had a bad game. I remember that. It was still close. Got on it was uh, 82-78 was the final. Most close game then, wasn't it? Yep. Well, I don't know what else I can bring up. Uh, it's a sad day, and 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 for uh, us honor Roger with a Tennessee victory tonight. Hopefully that, that we can celebrate it tomorrow when we call in. Is Billy Billy Stats uh, called yet, uh, Jake? No, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna try to get him in the studio tomorrow. That that needs to be my really? birthday present. Yeah. Well, oh, is that your birthday? Yeah. Happy birthday. Appreciate that, Philly. I will since uh, the scat about Roger today. I, I will sing "Happy Birthday" to Jack the Snake tomorrow on the radio. How about that? That sounds good, Philly. And then y'all get ready for some entertainment, win or lose. See. You. Appreciate the phone call, Philly. Love you, buddy. Oh man, so yeah, that's um, that's Thanks. the one thing that really did stand out to me, and something else that stood out to me was our uh, three point percentage and where we rank in the NCAA. Yeah. Can, can anyone take a guess at where Tennessee is ranked in the NCAA in field goal percentage? I know we are in the SEC. Say say the question again, so what is Tennessee ranked as far as field goal percentage in the NCAA? Out of how many teams? Three sixty. Three sixty. I would say you're shooting thirty two point one, so I would say about mid pack one eighty. I would say two sixty four. Wow, I was gonna go like yeah, I was gonna go like one two sixty two. Excuse me, and Arkansas is two ninety four. Ten years ago, that would have been a pretty decent percentage, but now teams are just they the three Lighting point. It it's a huge part of the college game now too. Not only NBA but college. So two sixty two. Arkansas only shoots thirty two. They're lower than us thirty two point zero or thirty two point one. So it's the same Ooh. almost. I mean, who? So Arkansas has what? Uh, the three freshmen they brought in. Who was the guy that got injured for them early in the year? Uh, that was Nick Smith. The big man that got injured? No, and the guard that got injured was Nick Smith, man. Yeah, he's still playing, though. I mean, he's averaging, what, 25 over his last five or something? Yes, six. he's averaging. So, for, or at Alabama Saturday, he played 40 minutes and had 24 points, 9 for 23 from the field, 2 for 3 from 3. Um, then against Georgia – I guess that was last Tuesday night. He had 26 on 9 of 14 shooting, 5 for 8 from 3. So he can light it up from 3. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he's only played in 10 games this year because of injury, like we just mentioned, but he's averaging 13 and – let me see his rebounds. 13 and 2, but he's shooting 41% from the field and 36 from 3. I mean, he's catching his stride now, which is good for that Arkansas team coming back into March Madness and everything. Yeah, which is not good for us, but, I mean, that's – he hasn't played all year, so this is – this will only be his – 11th game? You said this will be his really third straight game, fourth straight game of playing major minutes. He only yeah. had three going up to tonight, yeah. so he's all he's been around that I don't know thirty to thirty-two minute range per night past three games. What are they in their last? What are they in the last like four, five games? They are. Give me a second here, man. They last five. They are two, two and three in their last five. Lost. Close one to Mississippi State at home. Mm-hmm. Lost on the road to A&M by six. Same margin we lost by almost. Uh, beat Florida at home, beat Georgia at home, then lost a uh, close one on the road to Alabama Saturday night. So uh, they need some wins bad. Yeah. So are, that's, they, are they on the bubble, or where are they at, at right now in the tournament? Lenardi put – they're in right now as it stands. But okay. I think – It's just a weird year for college basketball all around, I mean. I mean, it feels like every team is like – like twenty-two and nine, 
And by I think almost it feels like every team almost has like double digit losses. Yeah. Just about every team does. Pleased to be joined by Logan Quentin. Bringing us some crumble cookies, man. I appreciate that. We needed that today. Yeah, and uh, it's a sad day, and uh, for Knoxville radio in general, not just the fan run, you know, listeners and community, but um, lost one today. But man, yeah, we needed to pick me up, so I figured, uh, you know, what else could I do? You know, I'll stop by and bring some cookies. Appreciate that. Appreciate buddy. that. And of course, uh, Logan Maliahuna has. Call like it is. He's been reinstated. Tony Vitello, suspension no longer, no longer a thing. And of course, Tennessee right now up three to nothing in the bottom of the sixth against Charleston Southern. And it really was good to see the guys come out against Dayton and just play with that fire, like they did, given everything going on. And we talked about on the show. I guess it would have been yesterday. It was like mm-hmm. last year. The fuel to the fire was okay. You don't want to rank us inside the top twenty-five. Okay, watch this. The year before that, Paul Maneri made the comment, oh, their fans were nasty up there. Oh, you think that's nasty? Watch this. So now this year, I see, I feel like the um, the fuel to the fire is going to be, okay, you want to have our coach get suspended? You want to try to take away one of our brothers? Okay, watch this. I feel like that's going to be the fuel to the fire going forward throughout the rest of the year. Yeah, I've got to agree. I mean, uh, now that Vitello is reinstated – Ahuna is wearing the orange. We saw him today, you know, get a couple of bats in so far. Um, it really does feel like that. Um, that This is not a team or a program that needs any motivation or any extra juice. Uh, and for whatever reason, that, like you mentioned, you noted little bits along the way over the past couple of years, um, whether it's opponents, opposing fan bases, whatever the situation may be, um, you know, some factor, outside factor, seems to keep fueling that. So, um, and there we – And another one. <laughs> uh, yeah, and there's another dinger, Jared Dickey. That was a lefty-lefty, too, by the way, inside, too. First pitch at bat, gone. It never ends, does it? I love it. Right on cue. Yeah, and what's beautiful about this lineup, Jake, like we've talked about, I mean, you're not going to see 150 home runs like last year. But uh, I'm excited to see what they look like once they form. I mean, now now you have a Huna in, in, in the lineup, and you can really start, you know, get because past couple weeks it's you know it's it's been great for guys uh, getting an, that extra spot in the lineup. A uh, guy like Austin Jazz Love, you know, um, and then some some freshmen getting in there and stuff. But uh, here in a couple weeks, when conference play gets going. I mean, that, I've got a feeling they're going to figure some things out, and it's they're going to turn it up a notch offensively. Absolutely. Let's go back to the big Orange Phillies phone lines. Martin is next. What do you say, Martin? It's, it's Jake. Martin. I'm sorry to hear about Roger. Yeah, buddy. We uh, it's it's a rough day, but um, you know, Roger would want the show to go on. Roger yes. would want to talk about sports. Yes. We well, you know last year. You know what what happened to me, Jake? What happened, Martin? I was in the hospital for 17 days. I had a colon infection. Oh, goodness. And they glad. thought I was going to die, son. We're glad you're still here, Martin. Yeah, we're, we're glad you're here, Martin. Yes, and they, my family told me, I didn't, well, my uncle told me, he said, I didn't think he was going to make it out. Uh, you're you're pretty stout, Martin. You're pretty tough. You're a soldier. Yes. But I'm sorry to hear that about Roger. 
At uh, forty's awful young. It's uh, it's too young, especially with the with the hand he was dealt in life, and you know, he, it's just amazing that he made the most out of it and never never let it hold him back with anything. He's in yes. heaven right now. Yes, he is. And Jake, could you help me one time? Sure. I need to know the stats of uh, David Parate from Tampa Bay last year, the Devil Rays, Tampa Bay, in baseball, if we can get the stats for, me for him from last year. Thank I got it right here, Martin. Um, got two baseball experts in the studio today. You say David Peralta, right? Yes. So he his average is two fifty five, uh, eighteen RBIs, ten home runs, forty one hits last year, one hundred sixty one at bats. He had ten home runs and eighteen RBIs. Yes, sir. All right, I appreciate you, boys. Appreciate you, Martin. Bye 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 bye. Martin wanted him some baseball nugs. Martin- I lied. Twelve home runs. Excuse me. I said ten. Oh, two more. Even better. It's a bonus. I did not expect a David Peralta reference, even though I, was, I knew I'd be talking about baseball. Right. Did not expect a David <laughs> yeah. Peralta reference today. <laughs> no. I did not expect to have, I know Freddie Peralta. I don't really know David Peralta. If you ever played Tony Hawk Underground, you know the name Stacy Peralta. What am I? Logan, we're getting old, man. Like these guys yeah. don't have a clue. I know, a t- no. I know a Tony Hawk. Yeah, Skate Three. I know, it's, yeah, I know a Tony Hawk. I just yeah. never played the game. I never played the game. Yeah, it was on the Xbox 360, and I wasn't a big skateboard guy. But... Oh, this is on the PlayStation Two, man. Uh, oh, no, that's, even, that's even, before even, my yeah. time. Well, I played the play. I played the PlayStation Two. Yeah. Did but... you ever play the PS One? No. No, I didn't play. I didn't play the PS One or the Xbox One. I didn't even really play the Xbox 360. I didn't play until the One. Let's blow their mind. The Nintendo 64. Oh, I was going to say, I, I'm more of an N64 guy myself. Y'all going to bring up next, man, like the Atari the game. <laughs> I told you, man, we're getting old, yeah, man. Yeah. The GameCube. Game, I had GameCube. Yeah, Don't hate on the GameCube I had a now. Great, I had a GameCube. It was Ken great. Griffey Jr. Baseball. That one was fun. On N64 was, was special. There were so many basketball and football games. Like, yeah. Of course, now if you want to play a football game, you play Madden. If you want to play yeah. a basketball game, you're buying 2K. NBA Live's pretty much faded out of the picture at yeah. this point. I mean, like, if you want to play a football game, just get a PC and play NCAA 14 revamped. Don't play Madden. Even uh, better, just take out the Xbox 360 and play NCAA 14. Yeah. But people don't realize, like, 2K – their college game, even though it ended two years before EA Sports, it was actually better than the last one that it, or EA put out. Mm-hmm. Not lying. I remember playing with Duke in North Carolina all the time when I was little. Would you believe me if I told you there used to be an NCAA college football 2K game? I didn't even tell us about that, but was, how long did it go to production? A couple of years? Five years. Yeah. This was a song. I remember this in the summer. We talked yeah. about this like literally all. We talked about this a whole show to, yeah. almost. ESPN NFL 2K5 is still the best football game that was ever produced. I will, ever. I've just been looking at Arkansas stats. They have they have five guys that average double point, double digit figures. They're super athletic, man. That just gives me worries. I mean, we usually struggle with super athletic teams, especially at the guard position. Mm-hmm. If they have a, if if they just had a decent big, they would be one of the best teams in the country. They, I mean, they have they have Ricky Council the fourth, Nick Smith, Anthony Black. I mean, they have Devontae Davis and Jordan Walsh who are all listed as guards on their roster, and then they have. Brazil is really the only Mitchell bit, twins and, and Mitchell, yeah, and the Mitchell twins in Brazil are really the only big men they have. So it's like they had a dominant big man, and they 
ash they mesh together, it would make it a follow. Before we had to break, let's get a phone call from Matt. What do you say, Matt? What's going on, Jake? Was uh, ESPN 2K, uh, was that Ter- Ter- Terrell Owens on the cover? Yes, I've still got it. Love that game. That was the best. I uh, I got a pull for you. On PS2, my favorite game was the MVP baseball, the college baseball one. It was phenomenal. Oh, those were really good. Those were really good. And uh, I don't know if you guys are big into, like, Matt Antonelli on YouTube former first round pick like he actually has the game and that was like the last video game they ever made and it just so happened to be his senior year at wake forest i believe that was the ut team that uh either went to the world series or went the year before because they were ranked like seventh or eighth on that game and they were lindsey nelson looks good on it was, it's, it's a good game i might have to buy that one this weekend i might have to track that one down what was the last right, year? Jason. Was that 07? I think it was 06. Uh, it was 06. They yeah. made it. They, they made it 06. 05 was the one that I'm talking about. The guy, with, there's a, he's got, it's from Texas. He's on the cover. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Anything all right, else, Jake, Let's go down to, no, let's get down to business. You said uh, 262 and 291 shooting percentages? Yes. Mm-hmm. Bet the over. No. Fade the stats. Okay. I like it. <laughs> I like it. It's gambling. The more that you look at it and try to make sense of it, watch. It'll it'll be 85 to 80 tonight. Tyree Key's going to have like 40 if he plays. Like, you know, <laughs> uh. Gambling. Like, you can't go into it with any kind of math behind it or you're just going to be disappointed. Bet the over. That's my advice. Appreciate the phone call, Matt. That's 40. It's like uh, love to see it's it. like booking with Trent, telling everybody to bet the under Do on the, the Kings, Kings Clippers game. The second highest scoring game <laughs> in NBA history. Yeah, bet the under. The over under is one thirty four. So his eighty five to eighty would blow that out of the water. Mm-hmm. Goodness, it's very low scoring. Stay with us. Overtime continues. Logan's going to tell us about this awesome app that we are connected with here at Fan Run Radio. When we return, stay with us. Overtime continues. More Fan Run Radio coming up. Back here on Overtime, Fan Run Radio. What a better way. Not a better way to honor Roger than eating some crumble cookies. Logan, tell us about what we got this week because this uh, basically I'll call it a breakfast cookie because that's <laughs> yeah. that's what it is. It tastes like a waffle with some maple and some bacon on it. Man, this is, this is really good. Yeah, with a couple of these cookies, man, I feel like crumble has infiltrated my brain and just <laughs> read my mind and knew exactly what I wanted because we've got a maple bacon cookie this week. It has bacon bits, like real bacon, crumbled on top of it with some maple frosting. It's delicious. It's got that good grease on it, too. Yeah, it does, man. It's it's phenomenal. Uh, dude, like, I'm going to get like a few of these on my way home. That's going to be my breakfast for the next few days. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, with the bacon on there, you get the protein mixed in. You're good to go. Oh, warm it up in the microwave before you go to work? <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh. Cookie with some bacon. This is a good protein. Warm it up. Throw it on some ice cream if you want. <laughs> oh. There we go. Uh, speaking of ice cream, they also have the the mint chip cookie. I'm dying to figure that one out um, and see what it tastes like. Uh, well, we're here. Let's try it out. <laughs> uh, chocolate chip, as always. Uh, they have a brownie batter cookie uh, and a pink donut cookie. That one looks really good. And, of course, the classic pink sugar. 
Now, I think I've had, excuse me as I cut this, but I think I've had the pink donut before, and it was really good last time I remembered it. It looks really good. It does. Davis is a big sugar cookie guy. I love the pink sugar, man. Can't go wrong with that. It's my favorite one, so by far. All right, let's try this mint cookie. Man, you want one? Nah, I'm okay. I'm trying to wash my figure <laughs> over here. You are the skinniest person in this room. <laughs> Actually, he is. Yeah, he's developed a little beer belly. Appreciate that one. <laughs> Thanks for putting that out in the airwaves. So what? You're a skinny fat person. Yeah. I basically, I just have a, I just have a beer gut. That's about it. Well, work it off, man. Abs and core, abs and core. Yep. A cardio in there. Well, cardio once a week, you know. Sure. Oh, I can get sure. you a bite of that, man. Sure. Buddy, that one's really good. <laughs> Shout out to Crumble Cookies. Hey, hit the stale master. Treadmill. Hit a job. Mm. <sighs> now the mint chocolate chip, like a lot of people hate it. I'm a big fan of it. I'm a fan. And this is really good. Yeah. Like nothing's overpowering. No, it is. It's like the perfect balance. Yeah. Awesome stuff, man. Go check them out. Clinton Highway. They also have a location at Parkside Drive. There's also a new location opening up in Maryville uh, later on this spring or summer. And there's Maui Ahuna with his first career hit. For the Vols. I was about to bring that up. Apparently his first at bat was almost a home run. It was like two feet from going out. I guess they caught it, but this is his first hit. First hit, a single. Moving up the runner the over third. Yep. Yep. He a switch hitter, you said, uh, Logan? Lefty. He's lefty, okay. Tell you what, I don't think I've ever made that much of a mess eating these things and i do not care today is he just a guaranteed first rounder after this year pretty much yeah i mean he's widely considered um in terms of the college infielders um the most athletic shortstop he's got a really good bat some pop to it can hit to all parts of the field um yeah we'll see you know what he does in sec competition but some have him projected first round would you say he's better defensively than Derek Jeter? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. We uh, need a little more sample on that. But, uh, yeah, he's fine defensively. Uh, really good. He's, uh, <laughs> Derek Jeter was never good defensively. He had, a, he had a jump and throw. Yep, yep. You know, you I don't get a Huna in pinstripes, and he'll be, in the hall, he'll be a surefire Hall of Famer in two years. Love to hear it. Wow. Love to hear it. And Logan, you've uh, as I hurt my elbow trying to adjust my mic, um, you've turned me onto this app called Picket, and it's really helped me because you know when Charlie Collier makes a bet, I just fade whatever Charlie does, and usually I'm in the clear. Yeah. Um. So the app is called the Picket Sports app. So P I K K I T. Go check them out. Uh, it is the link is on my Twitter bio now. Um, and we try to tweet about this regularly. Uh, I know a lot of people haven't heard of it. But, yes, like you said, it makes things convenient because what it is is a betting tracker app. It's not another sports book, nothing of that sort. Uh, you, you can sync any or all of your sports books to this app, and um, it combines all the numbers for you. So you can see the win-loss, your return on your investment, uh, you know, you select a unit size, it breaks the units down for you so you can see collectively what you're doing 
with whatever books that you sync to the thing. And the other cool thing about it, it's like there's a community on there. And that's what we're trying to do is create a fan run community on there. I know Charlie's on there. A lot of you, uh, some other fan run listeners and, and um, counterparts are on there. And it's kind of like the thread reminds me a little bit of Twitter because you can select who you follow mm-hmm. and, and people follow you. And you can see who's betting, who's talking about some of the latest trends. You can talk about your bad losses, your big wins. Um, and, yes, I agree. It, it's helped me as well, just in the same yeah. respect that you talked about. Yeah, I mean, it's basically a sports betting model just without having to create a Microsoft Excel spreadsheet and having to go in and manually do everything yourself. You know, putting in everything, it's like, oh, okay, well, I made this bet, this bet. Oh, I missed this one. So let me put this formula in, and it's going to – spit out what I'm good at, what I'm bad at. Now, this does all of that for you. It has made my life so much easier when it comes to this hobby that I love, known as sports betting. Yeah, and so uh, I mentioned myself and Charlie. um, I'm specializing in college baseball right now. That's my main focus. We're up four and a half units on the season so far, uh, if you followed my bets. You're up even more, over 10 units. with some NBA and college basketball sprinkled in, uh, part of that thanks to Charlie. He is betting the crap out of college basketball right now. He's betting every conference tournament game essentially yep. right now. Yep. So uh, that's what we're trying to do. Like I said, create our own space on there. You've got me to follow for college uh, baseball and MLB. Guy like Charlie for um, college basketball. I know you dabble in NBA, NASCAR, things of that sort. So. Hey, my top uh, player prop right now, Tyrese Halliburton, 20-plus, every night. Hasn't hit recently, but sure. I mean, you pop up on my profile, and it shows my most betted team. And, it, <laughs> and this is because I had taken Tennessee to cover the first quarter spread because that was just the bet to make. And it's like, okay, I put this much in there. Okay, well, let's place another wager on it. Like, the majority of my college football bets were on Tennessee just because why not? It's like yeah. we're going to defy the odds every way that we could this year. And then my player props, obviously Tyrese Halliburton, and I love doing the NBA prop bets. Those are my favorite, too. I don't really touch the spreads or anything like that in the NBA much. When I do, it never really goes the way I want it to. Stay away from spreads in the NBA, man. Yeah, they're they're poison. (laughs) They they will make you lose money. I don't even know. which Grizzlies are fed by nine tonight. I feel like that's way too much against the Lakers. Also, we play the Lakers. On, on national, national TV. television, never you, goes well. You know yeah. what the bet is tonight that we will be explaining. Lakers money line. No, nah, man. Dylan Brooks undo on everything. Yeah, any, point, <laughs> yeah. any point total under. It's absolute free money. Yes, it's, and you want to make some money? Bet Dylan Brooks under, please. Just save yourself the grief. He never performs on national television unless no one else on the team is playing. So he has to do something. <laughs> Goodness, Logan, you gonna hang out for one more segment, man? Uh, I think I can. Sweet. We're going to get him on on our who's going to score 20-plus in the NBA tonight. When we return, hour number one is in the books. Hour number two of overtime coming up right here on Fan Run Radio.